Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of Horror Flicks and Chill. I am your host, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California. And I'm joined by my two lovely co-hosts. We have the one and only Jen. How are you doing, Jen? I'm doing great. Really excited to be here. Super excited. And we have the magnificent Tori. Hi. <laughs> it's awesome to uh, meet, meet Michael, and I can't wait to talk to him. Yes, and uh, wait, you're gonna hear a quick echo. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yes. All right, got rid of that. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, all right, so we are fortunate today. Um, on our first episode, we reviewed the film Halloween Kills, and we are blessed to have as our guest one of the actors that starred in the film, the one and only Michael Smallwood. How are you doing, Michael? I'm doing pretty great. Thanks for having me. Yes, and we're gonna we're gonna chop it up. We're gonna chop it up about uh, the film, but uh, before we before we do that, um, we want to kind of get to know you a little bit. So, can you tell us uh, a little bit about yourself? Where are you from originally? I'm originally from Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, I uh, my I, I I grew up there, and then my entire my dad's entire side of the family is there. Uh, a lot of my mom's extended family is all there. Like, um, yeah, Bal Baltimore's home, uh, and then. Uh, I spent my high school years in a town called Union, South Carolina, and then uh, moved to Charleston for college. Um, and I've kind of lived here in Charleston ever since. Um, yeah, and uh, I, I'm an actor and writer and podcaster, and who lived, uh, who got uh, the awesome <laughs> opportunity to be in Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills. So, That's all so right, exciting. yeah. All right. Now, anyone who knows me knows that Baltimore is my second favorite city. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's a reason. There's a lot. There's several reasons for it. One is uh, one of my favorite things is uh, crab cakes. And they have the best. It's not even close. There's no place not that even. has. It's, it's yeah. honestly, there's other places that have decent crab cakes. But when you've had a Baltimore crab cake, you've had a crab cake. So shout yeah. out. I mean, like. You know, I, my favorite food period is just uh, like Chesapeake blue crab, man. Like you just put, you know, a bushel of crabs on a table and I'm like a horse when it bolts. Like I go blind and deaf and I'm just there until there aren't any more crabs or until someone's like, we have to leave this house. Like we have to go because uh, I just sort of like bl I block out. I'm just going. I'm just going at them, man. So, yeah, anything, any seafood. That's all my favorite stuff because, yeah, you grew up in Baltimore. That's pretty much all you eat growing up. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. If you guys haven't been to Baltimore, you definitely are. Now, um, were you one of those people as a young man that kind of knew what you wanted to do uh, as far as uh, with your career? Or was it something you found out later in life? No, I kind of no. always wanted to do this. Um, I wanted to be an actor ever since I was a kid. Um Ever since I, I got to play Santa Claus in second grade, so that was kind of like my first, like, okay, I guess I'm doing this now for the rest of my life. Um, but uh, yeah, and then you know, I uh, I uh, I saw Jurassic Park in theaters uh, opening night in '93, so I was like seven, I guess, when that movie came out, and and I was like, okay, this is the coolest thing that anyone's ever done. I want to know everything about like how they did this. Um, but yeah, I've I've always wanted to be an actor pretty much ever since I was a kid. Uh, and I guess, to be fair, for a long time, I also wanted to be a professional wrestler, but 
I I was like, which is also just which is also another form of 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 performing. So I was it was either that or or be a professional. It was either you know be a, a professional wrestler or be an actor. And I I got one of them. Hey man, hey, either way. Well, look, at least you can be a wrestler if you act right. You can play a wrestler in a movie or something like that. You can I, act have, I have played a professional wrestler in a play before. So oh, get out of here. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to get real physical. In the play, yeah. So there's this play um, by Chris uh, Christopher Diaz called "The Elaborate Entrance of Chad Deity," and um, I've gotten to do the play twice actually in two different theater companies. And yeah, I got to play a professional wrestler. So um, I, we 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 had a ring built in the theater, and we brought in like some professional wrestlers to train us. Uh, and for one of the productions, I actually got to like wrestle a match every night before we started the show. Um, as part of like the the pre-show stuff, it was all really cool. That's what this poster's from. Oh, wow. so, okay. yeah. This poster, this poster right here, uh, is from the elaborate entrance of Chad Deity, and that's what this mask is from. Oh, okay. Hi. I was I was about to remark on your Funko doll collection. I thought yeah, that yeah, was yeah. really cool. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of cool Funko pops. In fact, uh, right up here, these are the New Day. They're professional wrestlers. Um, and then, of course, like Black Panther, uh, Cyclops, uh, of course, uh, Doctor Facilier. There's a bunch of cool ones over there. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Also, when you're done with your acting career, you can always have a second career in wrestling. So we we'll look can. forward to that. Uh, I can. I'm also kind of hoping, fingers crossed, that like I get you know a little bit more notoriety, and then like. WWE will just ask me to come do something at WrestleMania or SummerSlam. So if Triple H is listening, I am available <laughs> to come in for as long as you need. To I will work dates. I'll work house shows. H, like let's go. Like, what are we doing? Uh, that's funny. Triple H. We're gonna send that. We're gonna cut that clip and send it to Triple H. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll lose. I will lose. I have no problem being the celebrity who comes in and loses. I have no issue with that. Let's I go. That. I love it. Um, did you did you do a lot of plays uh, as a young man when you first got started? Yeah, I mean, I I, mean, I still do plays today. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I my earliest i mean obviously like playing santa claus in second grade and doing like you know various like holiday pageants and, and programs but my like my first like plays were in like middle school doing romeo and juliet and midsummer night's dream and um and then yeah i mean i you know i did i acted in plays all through high school all through college um and i'm actually uh here in here i live in charleston south carolina as i said and, and i'm a core member uh for a theater company here in town called pure theater and i do two to three, you know, like one or two shows a season with them. Um, I'm actually going to be in a production of Ben Butler in January. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah. All right. Love it. Um, now, the one thing that about doing stuff on stage is you get the immediate reaction. And, uh, you know, is that something that really drives your performance, you know, to get that um, the feel from the audience? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing in the world quite like it, right? You walk out there and just sort of feel the energy coming off the audience, um, and and you kind of know, right? All right, this is like, this is the night we're gonna have. Like, you and I are gonna do this together in a way, uh, and and like that, that's it's it's without comparison. I mean, nothing else that we that I do. You know, podcasting, making movies, right, or, or working on TV, like all of that is is a you know, the, the the you get the feedback after you've already done the work, after you've put in 
you know, the performance. And then, but being up on that stage and knowing right then if a joke's going to land, knowing right then if the audience is connecting to, to what you're bringing uh, to them, that give and take, that sort of um, that push and pull, and 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 getting that immediate feedback. I mean, it's, ooh, I miss it. It's been too long. <laughs> it's no. been too long. Yeah, I mean, last year was tough too because of COVID, so it wasn't. Yeah. You, know, you didn't have that uh, outlet. So yeah, I mean, there was some of it. You know, I, I did I did I did my share of virtual performances, but they're not quite. They're just not the same. I mean, obviously right. not in the room. Um, and, and that's even even colder because no one's in the room. I'm not even in the room with the other performers. Um, so I, I'm really looking forward to getting back up on stage soon. It'll have it'll have been like it'll have been two years since I, I've gotten to like get up on stage and act. So I'm really excited about it. So I I, I have I got a quick question for you. So this sure. this is different from the question that I posed before the show. Right. Okay. Spoilers, so, there was a question posed to me before the show. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But this <laughs> this one specifically is the segue with the plays. So okay. any play that's out there, any written play right now that's out there, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what do you choose as your production? What do you choose Ooh. as the one you want to do? Okay. All right. Uh, great question. Really good question. Um Oh man, what is my answer? You know, I, I like I'm really jealous. I got to there's a play there's a play called Take Me Out that's about um, baseball and um, like and homosexuality, right? People like being gay in professional baseball. And there's a revival of it coming to Broadway. It was supposed to open in like 2020, and it got pushed back and all this other stuff. So, um, and that's. That's a play that I kind of wish I had got. I would have. I would have loved to have been in consideration to do that play again because I, I. I. just love that play and I think it's great. Um, I, don't, I don't. I don't. Yeah, it's a, that's a good one. That's a good question. I don't know. Like any play, I haven't. You know, I haven't gotten to play Macbeth yet. I'd love to play Macbeth. Ooh, that's a good answer. I, I've been in the play before. I got to play Banquo, but I. I. You know, I'd. I'd like the top job. I'd like to play Macbeth. I haven't gotten to play him. I'd like to play um, I'd like to do Julius Caesar. I still haven't done Julius Caesar. Ooh. So I'd like Boy, to that, that that's a well. tall order. Yeah. That's a hefty yeah. role. That's one I haven't gotten a chance to do. Um, oh, and I'm, I'm not old enough yet. So this one, this one I have a few more years. But man, I am going to be really good in Fences. Ah, yeah, that's like, great. Like, I'm not old. I'm not old enough. I'm I'm too old to play the kid, and I'm now where I'm not old enough yet um, to 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 play to play. Uh, uh, oh my goodness, why I keep blanking on his name? Uh, but Denzel Washington's character, the asshole. He's an asshole. He's one of <laughs> he's one of theater's greatest greatest bastard roles, and I'm gonna be so good, but I'm not old enough yet. Mm. No. I've got I've Couple easily got 10 or 15 more years before I should even be considered to play like seriously I'm like right. I've got to work 15, your way up I've got 10 or 15 more years before anybody should actually consider me playing him like I'm not close, <laughs> not close I have a question yet. for you okay, okay so it's kind of switching gears but like uh were you a reader in high school like did you read a lot of books at all mm -hmm. yeah. okay who were your favorite authors Ooh, great question. So, um, 
I mean, look, as a kid, my favorite author was R.L. Stein, right? Like, oh, who doesn't read all the Goosebumps <laughs> books when they were a kid? I'm um, so there with you. <laughs> I, you know, I read a lot of comic books um, as, a, as a kid. I, I really, so my favorite book series is Stephen King's The Dark Tower. Um, and I, I, read, I, I read a lot of King as a kid. I read a lot of, uh, I read the Dark Tower series in, in, uh, in high school, early college, I read them. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, that, like, so yeah, yeah, I guess Stephen King was my favorite author growing up. Um, and then, which man, that's a, that's a, talk about a project that one day I want to like work on. Like we need a good dark tower project yes um, the movie the, the, the movie the movie happened and some some of it was not terrible i'm trying to be as nice as i can in this movie some <laughs> of it was not some of the decisions that were made were made in the right spirit of things and i appreciated some of the attempts it's it's too big like it's just too much and there's no way to do it in one movie it, sh it needs to be a television series and it needs to be tackled there are certain things that you have to put. You can't. I mean, like you know, if you do it's, one it's, movie, it's a Dune. I, all right, I got, I got some for you. It's more than a Dune, honestly. Like you can do Dune in like a movie or two. I, like you can, you can cover it. But like, I mean, the best character in the Dark Tower isn't introduced until the second book. Like there was just there was no hope for them in the first movie. Like Eddie Dean isn't introduced until book two. What are we doing? Like, <laughs> like come on. I okay. have an idea. You don't get have Susanna until the end of the second book. What's up? You could do um, Shawshank, the uh, play, and you could play Andy Dufresne. We'll just race swap. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I would gladly play Andy Dufresne in Shawshank. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm old enough to play Andy. I, I'm the right age to play Andy Dufresne right now. Yeah. 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 Right, let's go. I'd do that. That'd be a good play. I'm shocked they, they haven't done that yet. That'd be I really, am surprised that no one has translated it to the stage, too. It does feel like it would be a really good play. I'm, honestly, I'm, I'm genuinely surprised no one's made it a musical yet. That's actually what they would have done by now, and I'm surprised and elated that no one has done that yet. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd go see it. For real. Yeah, I mean, we, look, we all would go see it. I just, I'm surprised it, they haven't it, done it. It's just waiting for the right writer. <laughs> I don't know. Who, that's all. Yeah, I don't know who you give Shawshank to to, to translate it to the stage. Lin Manuel Miranda. If you're gonna make a if you're gonna make a musical out of it, maybe you give it to um, Duncan Sheik, who did Spring Awakening. That would be mm -hmm. the person I would maybe translate. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. That. Okay. Yes, I'm on board with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd maybe I'd go see Duncan Sheik's uh, Shawshank Redemption. I'd go see that. <laughs> well, there we go. There's a million dollar idea right there. <laughs> it's for yeah, free. Somebody, some producer's like, "Oh my god, I love these guys. That's right." Please, someone take it. Go for it. <laughs> I need a man. If you, if you take it. I need a man. Just give me some tickets. That's all I ask. <laughs> now. Uh, I gotta ask you this question. Okay. Um, you were in a film, and I, I haven't seen this. Uh, um, called Scooby Doo and the Mansion, the Manson Family Murders. Um, I really want to know what is what is that? <laughs> so it's it's so it's a play. It's a play written by a, a very fun, very funny uh, guy I know through the podcast community called Kevin Lanigan. He's great. And he wrote this play called Scooby-Doo and the Manson Family Murders. And um, it's about Mystery Inc. 
coming upon a mystery and it being the Manson family and things get weird. Uh, and last year during the pandemic, Kevin was like, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to put it up on YouTube. Will you play Fred? And I was <laughs> like, yeah, I, I guess I will. I guess it's finally happened. I'm going to play Fred from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Sentences oh, that you don't expect to get to say, but then somebody gives you the opportunity and you're like, yeah, I guess I'm playing Fred from Scooby-Doo. So uh, I did it. It's very funny. It's very weird. Um, and yeah, it's, on it's on it's YouTube. It's on YouTube right now. Yeah. So you should oh, absolutely, after this, I'm actually about to look at that. Scooby-Doo and the Manson family. I am bookmarking you know, it. You know, there, there's a great Reddit thread about just that, about about the play, about they break it down. Uh, so if we could really start the in some of it. <laughs> Sorry, it, it, it's a really good Reddit thread. I, I definitely encourage everybody to go and look it up and read it. It's really good. Oh, it's yeah, yeah. We had a we had a blast doing that. I'm gonna put the link in the show notes for everybody. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I like it. I I like that. I want to definitely hear that now. Um, you know what's interesting is when you when you see scripts. You know, a lot of times they don't give you a name you know, a character name, you'll be victim number three mm-hmm. or black guy with mullet, <laughs> you know, just some random stuff. Um, in the film Halloween 2018, they gave you a pretty good description, even though they didn't give you a name in that one. Can you tell the yeah. audience, what's your description in that movie? Uh, my, char- my, <laughs> my character description for 2018 is Hunky Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> which I appreciated because it is quite generous. Uh, <laughs> because I did not finish med school. <laughs> it's a little inaccurate. I, when, I, when I saw that, when I, which is even funnier, because when I got um, offered the part in the movie, um, they said that and I was like, well, I don't know what this means. Uh, and then I, like, read the script and was like, "Oh, okay, cool, <laughs> like, all right." Um, and then I and then you know I got to set and got the costume, but I was like, "Hunky Doctor is still like it's a stretch. Like I'm not even showing that much skin. Like what are we doing? Here? I love it. It's so cool." <laughs> oh, I would have, I would have had a, like my license plate with that on there. Okay, <laughs> like that would I, have, I have like so many people who were like after who were like I went to see Halloween and I was like like looking. I kept being like in every doctor scene. I kept, like, every time they went to the hospital, I'd be like, "Is Michael going to show up in this scene? Like, where is he?" Like, no, 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 it's a Halloween costume. I'm like, I'm not actually a doctor in the movie. <laughs> So, um, so before we get into Halloween Kills, uh, just talk about how did you get involved in the Halloween 2018? Um, I auditioned. So, you know, uh, Rough House Productions is, is uh, based here in Charleston, and that's where they shot Halloween uh, 2018. And um, so I went in for an audition, uh, like a, a lot of people did. And uh, they were kind of general. They were kind of general auditions. They were just filling out the town of Haddonfield with these, you know, different characters and uh, so I went and, and and read a scene that was like, you know, Michael has killed somebody and put up uh, put up their body, and here's a uh, here's us reacting to it. And then um, uh, like a couple of weeks later, I got an email being like, hey, they'd like you to come in and play this part. Or do you want to be in the movie? And I was like, 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I do Hell want yeah. to be in the Halloween uh, reboot sequel. And um, yeah, and then, you know, went, filmed, filmed for a night, really. Uh, it was like a you know, one night shoot for that scene. And um, I was like, oh, I was like, cool. All right. That was it. That was really neat. I, you know, I have this cool notch to say that I got to be a part of that movie and, and uh, be in a neat little scene. And, uh, of, you know, after the like, beginning of the summer 2019 i got a phone call that was like hey they'd like to bring your character back and i was like are they sure <laughs> <laughs> like really like all right hey great yeah absolutely um and then yeah ended up getting to work on halloween kills all right all right so let's Kinda. let's go into halloween kills mm-hmm. um first of all um uh you the first one, did you work with the actors that played Michael Myers in the first one? Yes, uh, Jim, uh, James, yeah, James Cordy. Yeah. He is um, really cool. I actually got to meet him because, you know, the scene that we shot in Halloween 2018 is, you know, that long one take where Michael's stalking through the neighborhood. Great and so, show. Um, yeah, Carmela and I and James were like, that was the, the, the holding room. It was the three of us hanging out um, and getting, you know, to talk to him about being the shape like being michael myers and uh you know he's he's great he's a really cool dude and we you know got to got to get to know him a little bit and then got to spend more time with him uh working on halloween kills which was really cool but yeah he like we got to meet him on on 2018 uh doing that take does i just i'm curious does he stay in character or, or once they nah. say cut, he's like his. No, nah, once they say cut, he's just you know, just chilling, just hanging out, you know, talking about. I, rem- I remember uh, LL Cool J was in one of the Halloween movies, and he said H two O, right? And he said the guy that played him in that one. Uh, that he stayed in character the whole time. So he said it was kind of creepy. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, James doesn't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's James is very laid back, very chill guy. So, uh, but let's be serious. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, there's a, go ahead. There's a small time delay between. I'm in Hawaii, so there's a like tiny time sure. delay. Yeah, yeah. I was You're just like going to say. Two hours behind us. Uh, yeah, but fortunately for the podcast, it's only a couple seconds, so good thing. <laughs> um, I, I was just gonna say, you know, it's a good thing that if uh, if Jason didn't, st- I mean, if he did stay in character. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. You know what? I do that every single time, every podcast. I'm so sorry, Michael. You're gonna I get a visit. To, I didn't mean to. Make it. That's what I was afraid of. <laughs> I'm really glad that Michael doesn't actually stay in character because do you know how little cast there would be left? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I said cut, God dang it. <laughs> and it, you know, and and but what's cool about uh, James in that role is that I mean, it's you know, it's him under that mask most of the time. There are like a couple of shots that are stunt people, but for the most part, like a lot of it's him. So, um, and he, you know. Once he puts that mask on and like starts moving around, the effect is even on set. Like the effect is like, oh wow, wow, that's that's Michael Myers. That's really strange to be this close to Michael Myers. Yeah, um, you know it's it's funny too watching the uh, the Halloween Kills, right? And when I saw you, 
and um, the sister that plays your wife uh, in mm-hmm. the film. Um, I'm sorry, what's the actress's name? Carmela. Uh, Carmela McNeil. Great job, too, by, by the way. Yeah, Carmela's uh, great. And, you know, as a brother, you know, when I saw you, I was like, yes. And then I was like, oh, man, he about to get it. <laughs> I mean, look. It's so true, though. Look, you you get a you get the call you get the call that you're going to be in a Halloween movie, and, and the 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 options are you're only going to be in it for a little bit, and then you're going to disappear from the movie, or you're going to be in a you know you're going to be in a fair amount of it, but you are going to die before the end of the movie because you're not Jamie Lee Curtis. Like at right. the end of the day, at the end of the day, these movies are about two people, and if you're not right. playing one of those two people, like you're, you're not you're guaranteed to be make it out of any of these movies. So when I got Halloween, when I got when I got Halloween 2018, I was like, okay, cool, this is happening. Like this is just a cool footnote that'll be like, I was in these movies, and then when they were like, hey, you know, we want to bring you back, uh, <laughs> my wife was like, yes. They have to kill you. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, you're not Laurie Strode. Like, what are you doing? You are not related to her at all. You are going to be in maybe three scenes and they're going to kill you. And that's cool. And I was like, okay. Uh, it's kind of what we were hoping for. And then they were like, hey, we're gonna, you're going to be in more than three scenes, but we are going to kill you. And I was like, okay. I, and, and, uh-huh. In fact, that was like, basically how they confirmed that i was like in the sequel was they called and asked like you know if we bring him back like we would like to bring him back is he willing to do it and i was like absolutely i'm willing to do it and then they didn't tell me anything for like two months and then in august they called and were like hey you have to fly to la because we need you to do some like visual effects makeup and i was like oh okay i i know what that means <laughs> Like, I still hadn't read the script yet, so I didn't mm. know what was happening. I just knew I had to fly to LA. Um, and I got the script like right before I got on the plane. It was like, oh, I'm in the movie as well. Like, I have like a character that has stuff happen. And oh, is that what they're about to do to me? And then, like, I got to the VFX team and they were like, here's what we're going to do to you. And I was like, I know I read the script this morning. I hate to do this, but bruh, when you. When you're in a bar and you see a news report about uh, escape uh, serial killers on the lam, and then you're going to your car, you don't leave your woman by herself in the parking lot to go get. <laughs> I was like, bruh, that's your woman. I I loved that line because everyone always teases me about the stethoscope line in the first one. Right, like everyone's like his stethoscope. Why? Why would you care about the stethoscope for the party? And I'm like, it's part of the costume. And then the fact that they gave me that callback of like, oh, I forgot my stethoscope again. It's like, yeah, oh, no. It was this. funny. I love it. It was funny, but I'm sitting there like, oh my god, you just you just saw a news report about there's a serial killer on the loose. Yeah, but he's in our neighborhood. He's not like at the bar. I know, but I like just if you know where he is, you know where he isn't. Mm-hmm. Now, m- my favorite part is where she says, she says, uh, Michael Myers is in the car, go check it out. And you was like, Hell no, <laughs> that, <laughs> that would be me. That'd have been me. Those, that's one of those <laughs> things, too. That like we shot that movie in 2019, so I've uh, been waiting two years to hear if that would get a laugh. Oh, I died. <laughs> <laughs> Like you do theater and you get up on stage and you say something and the audience does or doesn't laugh and you know the answer pretty quickly. 
And I we shot that scene, and every, the whole time I was like, "This is, I think this is pretty funny. Like, hopefully, people think that this is funny." And then it's been two years of waiting to hear if people think that's funny. Like, it's the mm -hmm. longest I've ever had to wait for a laugh from yeah. a joke. Oh, it was funny. <laughs> it was definitely funny because I sure as hell wouldn't have went. The first night. Yeah. The first time I got to see the movie was at the premiere and sitting there, like, wait, having that moment come up and being like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then everyone laughed. And I was like, yes, it's funny. And I almost cried. It's funny. They love me. They really love me. It worked. <laughs> oh, the decisions I made two years ago are paying off. So do you like like horror movies? Is that a genre that you watch a lot of uh, movies in? Like, I love horror movies. So for you to be on that, that would be a dream come true for me. Like, I would I would just die. I would just die. I wouldn't even go to the movie. I would just die before the movie was filmed. But, like, um, I, I know that, like, some people do. You know, I don't know. So, okay, you can answer. <laughs> I, I will say I've become I've become a much bigger fan of horror over like the past ten years or so. I wasn't a huge fan in the early two thousands, um, I because I, I just I don't really go in for like possession movies or ghost stories or like torture movies. Like all that stuff kind of drove me away from the genre for a long time. But the last few years, like I'm a big fan of psychological horror movies. Um, but I mean, I, my like my favorite, like before. Um, like when I was in Scream, my favorite horror, like my favorite horror movie, Scream. Like once oh, Scream yeah. came out in the '90s, I was like, okay, this is the coolest movie that's ever been made. Like, what are we doing? Like, come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, uh, I, you know, like I saw, like, like Scream. Like, I love all of them. Scream one through four, they're all brilliant. Can't wait for the new one. Um, and I, so I, yeah, I, I, I have liked horror movies, and I've really liked them now. I've really gotten into them over the past few years. Um, and some of my favorite. Like I said, some of my favorite movies are horror movies. Oh, good, good. Yeah. I love, I love, I love asking people that because you know, I that's whenever I watch a movie, that's the movie I prefer to watch. So mm -hmm. that's awesome! Yay! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so the um, let's go back to uh, the filming uh, process. Uh, was it a sure. how long did it take to uh, the film all your stuff? Uh, I was on set for five weeks, um, a week of a week of rehearsals and then four weeks of filming. Yeah, um, the you know we had to we had to like rehearse everything that happened in the car, and then we spent a week filming just the stuff in the car, um, a week at the bar, and then uh, you know various days like you know at the hospital and 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 um, you know pickups and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. and it was. It was cool. Like it was cool. It was the longest I've ever been on a movie set. Like that was the longest stretch I've ever needed to be on a film project. So um, it was it was wild being there that long and being there from the beginning. I've never I'd never been on a film project from the beginning before. You know, you normally if you come in and you're playing like a a smaller role, um, you kind of come in for like your days and then you leave. But like, you know, with this uh, being there at the start, I got to kind of feel like I was part of the machine a little bit in a way that I'm, I'm not normally um and but yeah just getting to spend a lot of time like hanging out uh with the cast and, and getting to know everybody and, and getting to know the crew which is always so much fun um yeah it was a it was a great 
great shooting experience. A month of night shoots, like all night shoots. Wow. Which is exhausting. Let me tell you. It's you, you get physical too in the uh, in the car. So yeah, yeah, I mean it's I mean it, I not you know night shoots are long anyway, and they're they're really hard when you when you're like once you get them consistent, like I said, it was like a month of them. So once I got on that schedule, it was fine. It was still exhausting, but it was better than like, you know, I've had to do like two, like a, like a, just a week of them or even like, like, oh, I have to do two days of night shoots right here. And it's like, exhaust, like it, it really does drain you because your whole day night schedule is thrown off. Um, but after like a month of it, you're just, all right, cool. This is just how I live now. I live, yeah. <laughs> I live at night and I'm awake for four hours of daylight and I better get everything I'm going to do done in these two hours right here. Um yeah, you kind of you kind of get used to it. Um, and fortunately, it was the only thing I was doing, right? It was all I was doing was working on the movie. So uh, we were up in Wilmington, South or North Carolina. I love um, that place. Yeah, it's a pretty good, pretty cool town. I had never been there yeah. before. Um, so I basically, you know, I, I, I'm on set all night from like 6 p.m. until like 8 a.m. And then, uh, and then, yeah, I'm going to I, like eating breakfast and going to sleep and waking up at 12 and being like, okay, I got to go back to sleep because I need more sleep. So then like going to the gym and eating lunch and then going back to bed for a few hours and waking up at like so, five and being like, all right, cool, let's go. Let's do this. I'll start the day. So what you're saying is that the next big project that somebody can book you for is a vampire project. Absolutely. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> Some Anne Rice remake. <laughs> you're already on. primed. I'm ready, uh, ready to join the relatively short list of black vampires and set up. Hilarious. I'm, I'm so oh, down for that. Very, yeah. very short list. Blade's cousin. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm ready to join that short list. Actually, one I I, I write as well, and, and one of the screenplays I just wrote um, this year. I finished it earlier this year. Is a a, a black vampire uh, screenplay. So. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right. calling to you. I know, I know. I need to. <laughs> wait yeah, and you it. know, also you've entered the uh, the hall of fame of uh, actors who've been killed by Michael Myers. So it's a long list. So it's, it's uh, a pretty long list. Although I look, I, I thought about this. It's a very short list of people who've actually been killed by his butcher knife. Like mm. he kills a lot of people in in, in movies, but like. How many of them does he actually kill with the trademark knife, right? Not that right. many. It, hmm. was an, it was an honor. It was an honor. Huh. Uh, <laughs> you, you got it gruesome, too. It's pretty like, bad, right? Yeah, and then you had the little twitch, too. Uh, yeah, like, uh, was that in the script? Or was that something that you just... Uh, the little so twitch after, you know? Uh, I mean, it just... Well, the script just sort of says, like, Michael stabs him in the eye. And oh, okay. Right? Like, that's all it says. So basically, so that's a practical effect. The uh -huh. um, that's makeup. Right, right. The um, the me twitching and bleeding out is it's a prosthetic that goes over my eye and it covers like my eyebrow, my eye, like all that's fake. Like it's all they just all they they put a little mask over this much of my face and covered this part of my hair. Uh, and there's a tube coming up over my ear under the hair. And so basically on, on action, Michael just lets go of the knife handle and I twitch and they just pump blood all over my face and clothes until I just fall it, it was very effective. I got it say. was really cool. Very it was really fun. You can't see out of it though. And it's like the blade like sticks out this far. So you're like walking around trying not to touch anything. 
because you'll bump oh into stuff and you can't mess up the makeup. So I like have this thing protruding out of my face. I can't lift my left hand because if I lift my left hand towards my face, I could hit it, oh, mess yeah. up the makeup. And I can't see out of this eye. So I basically was just walking around with one right, my right arm out, having oh like people walk me around set and sit me down and like help me out. Oh, wow. That's funny. <laughs> It's like, well, yeah, you, yeah, he he mowed down a lot of people in in that film, so it, it we had the right title, for sure. And you had to sit on it for two years. That's kind of uh, that's kind of crazy though, because because uh, I guess they filmed it right after the last one, right? Like, so the last one came out. So twenty eighteen, October of twenty eighteen is when the first one came out, and then we shot uh, Hello, we shot Halloween Kills October of um, September, October of twenty nineteen. Oh wow! It's like a year, a year later. Um, yeah, and and it was yeah, it was hard to like sit and just sort of tell people like, yeah, I'm in Halloween Kills, and that mean nothing to anybody because they hadn't seen the movie yet. Um, like just sitting like a whole bunch of photos that I took on set that I can can't show anybody for two years. Like after I saw the movie, I was like, oh my god, look, y'all, I can show you all these pictures I took. Like, uh, <laughs> connections yeah. talk about some of the stuff I did. Oh no, that's pretty good, man. You did you did a great job, man, Thank for you. sure. And um, I I see that um, you're going to be working with uh, with them again um, in the Righteous Gemstones. Has that uh, aired yet? It hasn't aired yet, but we did. Um, uh, we, they wrapped filming, uh, so they're they're putting the episodes together. I shot that. Back, uh, yeah, I shot uh, two episodes of the Righteous Gemstones. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's it's a fun season. I'm, I'm a I'm trying to talk about it without talking about it. Uh, right. I play um, I play an associate of one of the new main characters of the season. Are you the hunky associate? No, <laughs> I'm not hunky. But I, you know what? You know what I realized working on the show. I don't look half bad in like like Texas dress up clothes. So like okay. they gave me like a, a a a hat, like a Texas hat, and like, and like boots and um, like you know, like the tucked in shirts and all that. Like I, 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 you know, they dressed me up as like a Texas money guy, and I was like, oh, I don't look half bad in these clothes. I'm not gonna buy these clothes for myself because this is not my look, but I don't look terrible in this look. Right. You know, I, one one thing I've noticed about about those guys is it seems like once they work with people, they tend to like to work with people again. So that I like that that they used you in both films and the gemstones. So yeah, and they always have yeah. some really interesting cooking. So it's I think really cool I think uh, there, I think David is about, is about to start working on the Exorcist. Uh, so you know, you never know. You know, you can spin your head around. I'm sure and spit out pea soup. <laughs> 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 I, 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 yeah, it's on my, it's on my special skills and my resume. No, I, he gets to be the ex, I, I would love to be a part of that. That's all. That would be super cool as well. You know, like, you know, what you should have done is uh, when they were um, at a cafeteria. You know, what you know, where you eating, you should have just spit out. <laughs> I don't think when we were filming. We knew that he was doing the exercise. I think he's got. Oh, him. okay. Uh, since then, okay. Yeah. Oh, darn it, darn it. The one, I, the one I had heard. I know at one point he was in talks to do. Um, Hellraiser, like as a TV right. show, right? I think he's, he's involved in that as well. Yeah, and I—that's the one that I'm very interested. I would love to be a part of because Hellraiser is the horror 
thing that scared me the most as a child. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I've ever actually watched the entire movie, but I remember like seeing bits and pieces of Pinhead and it scared me so much that I have to this day never revisited any Hellraiser stuff. Like I've just never gone back to it because as a kid I was like nope to all of that and then just never picked it back up. So at some point I, I should probably watch the Hellraiser movies. You know, a, a, a lot of the, uh, especially the Hellraisers, but it, I guess this kind of dovetails into Halloween too. It's so amazing when the horror movies themselves take on a universe within. And Halloween does it too. There's a whole mythology around it, but you're right. Hellraiser has a huge universe attached to it. You could, there's so many opportunities to play characters in there. Yeah, I, I, it's a it's a it's a franchise that seems like it would be really really cool to be a part of as well. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, um, Jen, you had a question that uh, you posed before the show. So, do you want to go ahead and do it? Um... Okay. So here's this is my question, and I'll tell you why I ask this question because we don't often we oftentimes talk about movies on a very broad kind of uh, a level and sometimes we forget that behind the scenes there are some really amazing creative talent that kind of goes together and i guess we kind of talked about that when we were talking about how actors get attached to projects and then other projects associated with them so Mm -hmm. my question to you is if you could work with any director alive we already had that discussion of course Yes. Who would it be, and why? And and specifically horror, right? Uh, it doesn't have to be horror. You you could pick something else. You could well, pick I something thought, else okay. if you like. I'm gonna I'm gonna say horror because when you asked me the question before, it was specifically a horror director. Okay. Because um, the other one, like if if I'm if it, if I'm, if it's broader than horror, that I could be here all night. Um, but here's what I'll say. As far as like. Uh, people working in horror right now who I'm like, I really want to work with that person. Um, and this is really interesting. I, I, I think top of my list might be um, Julia DeCorno. Uh, she directed Raw Good and Titan, which just came out this year. And I just saw Titan. Um, I've been thinking about, I, I, every time someone asks me about horror movies, I mentioned Raw because I saw it when it came out a few years ago and it has not left my mind since I saw it. And I just rewatched it the other night and I was like, this movie is brilliant. It's still brilliant. And, uh, and I still, there's a part in the movie where I like literally scream at my TV because I keep screaming. Why do you think it's okay to show me that? It's not mm-hmm. okay to have shown me that. Um, <laughs> It's just not okay to put, I was like, like genuinely the movie creeps me out. Like it really gets me. I like, it's got every time I watch it. And then I watched Titan and the whole time I was like, this is, uh, this is wild and weird and creepy and gross. And I think I'm in love with it. I just, the stuff (laughs) she's doing with body horror and like psychological horror, like that's the sweet spot to actually creep me out while watching a movie. And I, like I, I saw Titan, and I don't know. I don't know that we have enough time for me to describe the movie I saw. Um, I, I I was on social media freaking out about it the other night because I was like, 
the main character of this movie is pregnant with a car and it has not been mentioned. Like the, the movie's not <laughs> the movie is not about the fact that she's pregnant with a car. That is just one of the things in the movie is that a car gets her pregnant. But that's not what the movie's about because there's way too much other stuff going on. And I was like, <laughs> like, but it all works somehow. And it's the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. And I just, I need, whatever, whatever is happening when she makes movies, I think I want to be a part of that because it's weird and I got to know what's up. Oh, she did. Uh, I know that she did uh, some episodes of uh, of Servant too, which is also similarly super crazy and just absolutely deserving of her skill. So I, I'm completely with you on that one. I'm I'm just I'm on board for whatever she wants to do because it 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 messes me up. And I, I like as far as somebody who can consistently elicit me literally sitting on my couch like. Whole, like hiding behind a <laughs> blanket and like legitimately watching a lot of the movie through my fingers i'm like this no other director does that to me like nothing else does that to me like there are directors that i really want to work with i mean there's a long list of people that i i like you know i, I mean i i want to work with jordan peele i want to work with nia da costa i want to work with uh barry jenkins and denis and uh uh, D. Rees and just I mean the list goes on and on but like Ryan Coogler, Steve McQueen like I could be her, like Fincher, I could be her all night but like I just, I got I, I, maybe I don't want to work with Julia, maybe I just need to sit in a room with her and just be like, hey, what's going on? Like why are you doing this to me? <laughs> like, what, will you please tell me what happened to you to explain these two movies? Because they are <laughs> intense, intense yeah. like Hilarious. Ugh. It's funny. Oh, man. Uh, man, I want to once again thank you so much for coming on the program. Uh, you know, and I was, we're so glad that we had a chance to chop it up with you and looking forward to what you have in the future. So, what should we be on the lookout for? Um, obviously, Righteous Gemstone season two, um, sometime in 2022. Uh, I'm also, um, so I'm going to be. I've, I've done a couple of voiceover projects this year that will be dropping next year. Um, one of them is uh, a, a uh, an audio podcast called Maxine Miles that I'm very excited about. It's like a um, it's like an audio drama about a like Veronica Mars esque teen in the '90s who's trying to solve a mystery, and I, I'm I'm really excited um, for people to hear that. So definitely keep an eye out for that and Righteous Gemstones and. Uh, yeah, some other like I'll I'm, I'll have other stuff coming out next year as well. Oh, right. nice! Awesome. We'll have to have you back on the show then. Absolutely, oh, yeah. sure. <laughs> and how can we get you on social media and whatnot? Yeah, you can follow me on uh, Instagram at Michael Smallwood Forever, um, and if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at Mike Loves Gushers L U V S. It's my favorite candy. <laughs> <laughs> love I love Gushers too. I love them. <laughs> um, uh, I love them, and I let someone else pick my Twitter handle. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually pretty stoked about. The, I'm like at this point now. I'm like, oh, I love my Twitter handle because it, it's so weird. Um, but yeah, like I, 
I, I do actually. I really like gushers and I have to like not eat them because I'm no longer in college and can just eat boxes of them with no repercussions. So. I just discovered that there's gummy bears with like a little liquid in them. And so they're like gummy bear gushers and they were delicious. So yeah, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big fan of fruit snacks of all kinds. So, uh, but yeah, like gushers, gushers are my jam. They're my jam. <laughs> Tori, how can we get you in social media and whatnot? You can follow me on Instagram at Rush Tory, and that's T O R Y R U S H. Uh, you can find, you can talk to me on Facebook, and that's Tory Rush. I'm the first one that pops up. Um, and I don't have a Twitter or a TikTok or. A t- I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not don't, who are you apologizing to? You don't have to apologize to us. Shame on you, Tori. <laughs> you mean you mean you're not on TikTok uh, posting reviews of frozen pizzas like I was doing earlier this year? Oh my god, I need to do that. See, oh now she's on it now. Watch. <laughs> Watch. She's gonna be so all over that. Break my TikTok cherry. Yeah. <laughs> so Jen, how can we get you social media and all that good stuff? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at following bliss one and you can check out my website at moviesandmeals.com. Uh, I guess that's about it. Yeah. You can follow me both places. If you do have a TikTok, Hey, share it with me. And I promise I will follow you. I will okay. watch all your TikToks. <laughs> every one of them. <laughs> I'm working on some YouTube channels too. So there's nice. some things in the works. Yeah. Nice. All right. And you can give me a Kente F on twitter kente ferguson on instagram and of course the website the new url is the indie radio.com uh, and uh, that is indy radio.com the next review we're going to do is uh, i know we're a little bit late on this one but uh, we're going to review the movie old by uh, m night Shyamalan. so i still have not seen that yet Oh yeah, it's a pretty good film. Uh Tori, you haven't seen it yet, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, we got a uh, me and um Jen have seen it. And so we're waiting on Tori and we have another co-host, Josh. <laughs> you know, they're on a late freight. So but uh <laughs> well, yeah, that's gonna be our next next review. But with all that said, you guys have a great rest of your week. God bless. Bye. Bye.